0: Block Talk Radio. I will break your ass in half, you little shithead. Yep. The of Magilla, the Ultimate warrior. <laughs> Look at the adjective. He had run to Finally. The rock has come back. Home. I'm back. The boys are back in the saddle, so the Atomic Drop Show rides
1: again on Blog Talk Radio.
0: Did you miss me?
1: Oh, how I have missed you. You can talk a little wrestling with us by calling 619-924-9761.
0: You're going to give me what I want. I've been asking for it for years.
1: And now, once again, here are your hosts, Justin Tye and Kyle Cruz.
0: Paul, face off the team.
2: ladies and gentlemen, that is right, just in time here with another edition of the Thomas Trap Show, coming from you live all the way out in sunny, well actually it's kind of moony, Rochester, New York, and we are currently waiting on Kyle Cruz as we do every time we start up a podcast, however, we are here, we are live, we took the holiday off, uh, we said that we would be back, we're proud to be back, we're ready to get back in the into the throes, the passions that is professional wrestling and if you want to call in here's our phone number our our phone number is area code 619-924-9761 did i say that too fast to you oh let me repeat it for you area code 619-924-9761 uh this week we will be covering everything that is professional wrestling across the board for the next two hours so for the next two hours, ladies and gentlemen, you are all ours. Oh, oh please, 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 please. Let's, let's simmer down here. I don't need that much. But anyways, oh, oh, well, oh, all right, well, yeah, I got to you right now. Well, we guys we are back waiting on Kyle Cruz to show up we may get a couple of calls and hopefully we actually hear from the legendary Mr. Orndorff himself always opinionated uh he's got a lot of things going on in his world right now however we t- we 3 the three amigos me Kyle and Ty will be at the Western New York State BICBP uh, upstate New York wrestling podcon being held on August out in niagara falls new york that's right niagara falls that is right i will repeat myself niagara falls you, you might have said what's going on in niagara falls nowadays well let me tell you the uh the thing that's going on in niagara falls right now is, is if you remember correctly there was a guy that actually just jumped over the falls for some apparent reason and actually lived to tell the story he's actually a kind of guy that you know what, what actually I would like to interview here on this show, it's kind of unwrestling wrestling uh, related, but you know what, any guy who jumps over the falls and lives to tell about it, he's alright in my book. He's a, he's a, dare I say, a suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, death man. I'm, I ain't talking about Sabu, I think even Sabu may duck out from that. But however, that, that's just my opinion. I'd like to get him on the show. But then again, there's another man that we always love having onto our show. It is none other than Kyle Cruz. Hi, Kyle, how you doing? Oh uh, I'm doing <laughs>
1: I'm doing all right and I always get a kick out
0: of the finish so uh,
1: thank you for for that. But I gotta I gotta let you know though. Um like, like, well, I caught you talking about Jump, not, like the ball, um, jump. Like, what was the point? Like, was he, like, was he trying to set some kind of record? Was he having a feel? Like, what was the feel? Like, I didn't jump
2: off the thing. Oh well, Kyle, Kyle, you, your phone line's kind of a little bit uh, choppy. I think. Uh, how about if you just call right back on in? I can do that. I can do that. I think that'd be uh, best best for business, as they say. All right, ladies I and gentlemen. Will... Ladies and gentlemen, there goes Kyle Cruz for a moment. Oh, oh let's give him one more round of applause right there. <laughs> Woo! Kyle! Uh, that's what happens when we run a very beautiful put-together podcast such as The Atomic Drop Show here on none other than blog talk radio but again here we are we're waiting to call on in uh if again you need to hear that phone number one more time 619 uh, 924 actually saw the other day i think i mentioned this on the last podcast we actually had some canadian listeners what's going on up in canada great white north love going up to canada actually believe it or not i will be going up to canada too during the uh, the podcon because i love going over to niagara falls it's only about an hour and a half away from me and i love going over to see the falls every now and then it uh makes life oh oh, could this be him could this be kyle cruz kyle Kyle cruz
1: is on the line am i feeling like am i sounding any better right now
2: oh lord yes Yes, well, back, I don't
1: really know what happened.
2: Yes. All right. Well, I have returned
1: from civilization. Obviously, uh, what, like two minutes ago, I was somewhere knee deep, neck deep uh, in the forest with no reception. So uh, happy to, to call in, happy to hear you, happy to be heard. What's going on, brother?
2: Hey, just telling everybody what's going on. G- coming up this August 3rd out in Niagara Falls. But none, other, none other than the BICPP Western New York State first annual PodCon being held out in Niagara Falls.
1: Absolutely. It is going down. Looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> it I, now, I, I must say it is a little hard to make a serious pitch like with Spanish playing in the background, so I'm a little distracted at the moment, but that said, it's it's gonna be a great time. Uh, it's gonna be lots of uh, podcasts there, lots of great people. Um, shout out to Matt, uh, and it's it's gonna be an amazing time. I'm super looking forward to it, and it's coming up, man, uh, In not too long. So get your tickets, you know, go, go in and and uh, go and check it out. Come support. It's gonna be an awesome time.
2: It is. It is. I mean, we will be amongst our our podcasting people, as I uh, love to say. Which, in other words, we would be uh, oh, nerds. Yes, we'll be surrounded around that, a bunch of other nerds. Accurate. That uh, is
0: uh, extremely Bender.
2: Accurate. Bender actually knows everything that's going on, so leave it up to Bender.
1: He would know. You, you know, him, him, and the Good Brothers are—they uh, kind of have the corner uh, handled on the nerd market. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, they just fit right in fit right into the conversation but dude what's been going on man like we've been away for uh for a little while here a lot has happened yes a lot has happened since we've been away
2: yeah a lot has happened uh i'm proud to say that uh kind of been around the headquarters around here at atomic drop hq i uh, been here uh cleaned up the office a little bit here so it ain't so uh, trashy or dingy
1: Very nice, very very nice. Also
2: proceeded to uh, go out, and I actually got a, a new dog too. You got a new dog. I got a new dog. New
1: dog. Hey, well, where my dog's well, at? What thought there was going to be a sound effect for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. There's a dog found. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> like. Tell us about the dog, like what 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 are the deets? What's the breed? How old? What's the deal? How'd you get it?
2: Well, uh this dog is actually about ten years old. Came from a uh her name is Priscilla and she is a ten a year old black lab. Very, very
1: nice. So how did this come about? How did you guys like just just up and decide one day, like, yeah, we're we're just gonna go get a dog?
2: Well, Mrs. Time likes to uh, cruise around the pet adoption area on uh, the Ah. Book of Faces. Yes, and uh, having young children and already having a dog that does not like children kind of left us with a feeling like, you know what, we should probably give children a dog. And that's what we ended up doing. And this dog is just so good with children. We're very happy to have her as part of the new Time family.
1: Well, congratulations on the new addition, uh, man. I, I, I'm a black lab. I, I don't. So I'll be honest. I, I don't really know too much about dogs. I have a cat uh, that that belongs to Mrs. Cruz. There you go. So I, I don't really know too much about dogs, but you know. So so please, correct cur- cur- me if I'm wrong. But are black labs all that common? Because I don't know if I've ever seen one. Certainly not in person. Like, how common are they?
2: Oh, well, there's three different kinds of lab colors out there. There's a black, brown, and a yellow. They are one of the smartest breed of dogs out there. So Priscilla already came with the knowledge of how to sit and shake and you know, lay down. Nice. So she she's already Very been, nice. uh, she's weathered this summer too. So uh, I... I feel uh, very confident with her uh, upbringing here in the time household.
1: Well, that's pretty awesome, dude. What, once again, congratulations. Uh, so you guys uh, definitely have a full house. Shout out to the uh, Tanner family. You know, little Jesse, all that. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that sounds awesome, dude. Like now, now I probably can't. I probably can't. Yeah. That sound effect lasts for a very long time. For it does a very long
2: time. It's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, as evidenced by how often it's used on this program. You yes, you must love it. You just adore it. But uh yeah, man, uh it's been a while, man. I, I uh so you got a dog, uh we got a new car. Uh not oh! not because uh, not, not because, uh, we wanted to, and we're balling like that far from it. Uh, our car like legit broke down. Uh, and so, uh, there was like no trading value. So we pretty much like had to come out of pocket and, uh, I'm not going to tell you uh, on the air how, how, how much our uh, how much our like car is.
2: But well, we we all know those Tesla's that you love to drive are up there, in that high end life uh, down in no, no, sunny Orlando.
1: I actually had the Tesla back in uh, back in L.A. back in California. You know here, uh, you know I'm slowing it a little bit more. You know, so 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 I've downgraded to, uh, uh, to a to Bugatti. A, to a bright. <laughs> no Bugatti. No 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 no. Uh, I am really really slowing it. Uh, I. I actually have a Jetta. I have a Volkswagen Jetta. That's what I currently oh. have. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: It yeah. is a white
1: orange. Wait, what now? it again.
2: German engineering at its finest. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, like it. It's man. It it drives like a dream too. So um, so I so we love the car, but but we we hate how much it is so uh it's putting us back a lot because we actually like finished paying off like our old car like like not too long ago so it's kind of like oh dude we we got another several years of car payments in like the very high five figures it sucks
2: it it's it's horrible i agree it it does it just doesn't work i'm not a fan of car payments i'm uh, Pull back the curtain. I'm also on a lease did Ain't saying what kind, but the leases just ain't ain't up there. I, I'm I I'd rather own, but what what we bring in here but, in the time household is what we can do. That's
1: true. Yeah, and 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 we're currently leasing this bad boy too. And and uh, you know it, <laughs> we are we are doing what we can. I know I had texted you shortly before I I uh, hopped on the line here that. Uh, that that I'm that I'm sitting at my computer working, because uh, I have like I'll, not that I wasn't working non-stop before, but now I have to because we have have so much more to pay per month. So it's it's one of those the grind seriously never stops, especially it, after it, the uh, past week and a half here.
2: Especially here at the Atomic Drop Show. Work never Only stops. Only on both. vacation. Only on vacation and uh, uh, surprise holidays. Well, Am I right? Am I right? Come you
1: on. Have, I mean, you have holidays. I have no off days. Like legit. Like, dude, dude, Like, I worked on my birthday. Like, I worked like, like over half of my birthday. Which, which I get. You know, like, just people usually, you know, just like depending on 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 the day of the week, you know, they'll work and stuff. But I don't know. Felt kinda weird. Felt kinda weird like just just wait just waking up and, and, and saying, Oh, dude, I got a text from my boss and and they want all these videos done. So it kinda sucks. I digress. We're always working, but right now we're here to get you all caught That's up as best we can. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man, it's all good.
2: Absolutely, and we got plenty of things to talk about here this week here at the Atomic Drop Show, as we always do. We're never at a loss words, and we got things on the agenda today, where uh, some good, some bad. You know, it's, it's all about opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Should, should mm-hmm. we? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Should Should we do like big news first or little news first? Uh
1: you know what? I actually want to build up just because I know we're we are gonna have uh, some callers calling in, and I'm sure they want to hit on some of the big stuff. So let's actually hit
2: some of the smaller news first, if you don't mind. Oh, by all means. Well, according to none other than Pro Net, Jason Powell. What up, Jason? Love you. Uh, shout apparently, out. shout out. Uh, Cody has uh, released a children's book called The Elite Team.
1: I'll be honest. That is uh, that is a new one. I did not catch that. Um. So so the book's already out. He he like he, he yeah. you released it yeah, already I, I or will read
2: the, allow me to read the press release. Okay. <clears throat> okay. August Illinois, July tenth, twenty nineteen. Within seven months of successfully launching All Elite Wrestling. EVP Cody Rhodes today added a new title to his impressive repertoire. Children's author Cody Heart of the Mountain, second book in the Elite Team series, will be available Monday, July 15th on Amazon and wherever books are sold including Barnes & Noble, Target and Indie Bound. Cody Heart of the Mountain teaches children that everyone has unique abilities and even their perceived enemies. By working together, readers learn that they can overcome obstacles to unite the world. The engaged tale takes young readers on a sci-fi journey where nothing is as it seems. While camping in the wilderness, Cody and the elite team, Matt and Nick Jackson, Brandy Rhodes, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega fall under Claw Mountain's powerful spell. The friends take on a bear and a wolf qualities as two rival groups are formed. Divided by mistrust and jealousy, Cody must find a way to lead the team back together. Will friends be able to work together and embrace their differences in order to break the spell? And and it, it continues on from there.
1: So I am not surprised to hear about the uh like just about the sci fi theme. I know
2: uh, and and, so you mind know mind.
1: people who are really yeah yeah, and people who who uh are, you know, sci-fi people and you know and uh, comic book people they're probably going to get on me for this for not separating the two, but I know he's kind of into that culture, really like all those guys are. Um, you know, just kind of the 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 uh superhero, supernatural, you know, comic book/ slash, you know, spacey kind of stuff. So, uh I'm glad that that they have uh, or, or that that he's expanded his profile, if you will, uh, beyond wrestling. You know, uh, it's no secret Cody seems to have a one, uh, have a great wrestling mind, but he seems like a pretty smart guy too. Kind of uh, knows really him and Brandy. They both know how to how to navigate waters outside of wrestling, and yeah. I, uh, I'm excited for the prospects of how the book will do. I will not get it because I don't have any kids, uh, but I'm pretty sure uh, it'll do well, especially because, you know, because uh, it seems cool, and, and wrestling fans do generally support anyway, so good on them
2: absolutely it it might be a uh, book that may find its way here at the time household uh, I, I was not one to pick up uh, John Cena's uh, book sadly uh, just, just not really something I would really want to carry around here but you know what maybe I'll be able to go out and pick this one up it, it sounds a little interesting and it might be up time for a uh, little uh, Z time <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I know that could be be a you know be a, a little chaotic trying to get the little ones to bed. So you know you might you know just might have to just get them down and you know and just read that story to them might help out a little bit. Sounds good. Hey, though. Anything I'm really I, Yeah, really happy for him though. Really happy for him.
2: All right, now trugging on. Uh, according to also prowrestling.net, what up, Jason? Uh, we are going to uh, read out that uh, according to WWE in their press release, which they love releasing tons of press releases, WWE announced that, that it will report its second quarter results of 2019 this thir- or Thursday, the 25th, before an open market. The company's CEO and chairman, Vincent K. McMahon, and co-president George A. Barros. do I do I say do I pronounce that right? Barros? Barros? It's, it's Barrios. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, uh, Barrios. Barrios. Barrios.
2: Oh. Ah. And Michelle D. Williams will host a conference call beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to discuss the results. You know, the I am one of those people that actually enjoy. Uh, listening or watching or reading everything that happens in these uh, first, second, third, fourth quarter earning reports to kind of see what the state of the company is. I don't know if it's just a me thing, but uh, I I enjoy just getting the ins and outs and just seeing what it's doing and just hearing the kind of explanations they try to throw at people and the stockholders. I don't know about you.
1: So it's been a little while since I've uh... Since I've really read uh you know like just the full recap of these investor calls you know um I'll usually you know uh, just read little tiny little snippets about it but I think one of those things and 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 you kind of did hit it on the head as far as like they do a they do a lot of spinning you know uh and WWE, you know,
0: <laughs> they
1: have no shortage of money with the Saudi deal, with the Fox deal. Um, you know, they have a lot of money. And I think that, that WWE, really what WWE has, has become masters at, uh, really in, in the last maybe five to seven years, is kind of just telegraphing or manipulating their future earnings to appease bad numbers now. Like, raw ratings have been down for, I mean, like they've been going down continuously for years, and yet every quarter there will be, you know, Vince or, you know, George Berrios or Michelle Williams saying, hey, um, you know, our ratings might be a little soft right now, but they're good enough to have Fox pay – you know, a billion dollars over the next five years, and so it's one of those things where 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 uh, it, it's really a masterclass of how to spin a subject and how to manipulate your audience and in, in, into even if they don't believe them, they at least manipulate themselves or manipulate people enough to get them out of. A difficult line of questioning which by the way, which by the yes. way yes what one of the things i've never really heard uh, is having like actual knowledgeable fans call in on these conference calls, like yes, like it seems like everybody who calls like like everybody who calls in they' they're always just they're either uh either a super naive fan or maybe they're they're like they're some uh, investor who really doesn't have any real investment in the product more so just a hey you're supposed to be making me money what's the deal if I had an opportunity to talk to Vince I would talk to him like I would ask him like hey so uh so what you doing with with uh you know with with Alistair Black you know what why why uh uh why doesn't Brock Lesnar show up more you know why uh it's like 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 just all the typical you know smart questions.
2: I'm going to uh, refer this question over to George Burroughs. <laughs>
1: he does that often. Vince does oh, that. Oh, quite a bit. Too often. Yeah. That's what I heard.
2: I mean, why not, man? I mean, if you have the ability to pawn off a question to somebody else, why wouldn't you? Be like, "Uh, here, take it. Quick.
1: Uh, And and I don't believe George Barrios gives that great of an answer either. So go figure.
2: I mean, I'm sure there will be questions about the XFL coming up too. I mean, my number one question that I want to hear is, uh mcmahon talking about the hiring of Heyman and bischoff as the executor or executive directors of raw and smackdown i think that will hopefully be brought up i would like to hear what he has to say about that and what his mindset is i still think it's only because he's got the xfl coming and obviously needs to take a break or not a break uh need somebody else to run the company while he tries to launch off a football league hopefully that's successful but I just want to hear what he has to say about it cuz I think everybody in the wrestling world wants to know about this
1: I mean I hope that that somebody will actually ask that question I don't know if he's going to necessarily bring up that in his own remarks before the phone calls start um but I but I would like to see a greater insight into that. And 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 like it's it's a travesty that we will most likely never get a Vince McMahon autobiography. Like it's a shame where you know that, that that nobody would legitimately get a chance to to like just sit down and talk to Vince and have him be completely candid, completely honest like, I would love an, you know, just, just, just an unfiltered Vince to to really, like, just give us insight into everything. And not just the main stuff, like, you know, like the Monday Night Wars, like a screw job, but, like, just stuff like, like, uh, stuff like. Yes. I don't know. Like, um,. What went through his mind when he when he first saw Steve Austin, and when like and when did it change, or like when did when did like his opinion of him change? Like I would like ask him like more like abstract like kind of questions, which would lend themselves to a book. More so than just a you know like just a standard conference call. I should probably right. like become a stockholder just so I can you know can 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 call in and you know try and sneak in one of these you know long winded super abstract questions.
2: Well, why don't you All just become I, a I, you just need to become a press member, man, member of the press. I mean, you do hold a uh, podcasting account, don't you? You are part of a radio broadcast. You are the press.
1: Let me tell you, as, as many times as I reached out to WWE, uh, you know, PR, and I tried to, you know, go go that route, even, you know, what, 10 years ago, you know, 11 years ago, uh, they weren't listening then, and we were, you know, one of the first wrestling podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Not, not you, you know, not trying to brag. Just stating facts, um, you know. But even, you know, even then, they were really, really hesitant and really selective. I mean, in fact, they only really, st- only really started talking to wrestling media only a few years ago. Once Triple H started doing those conference calls before NXT takeovers, so just generally speaking, there, there is still a, a there's still this this uh, uh, this bias against wrestling media, which is completely what we are completely so uh,
2: yes yes we are yeah, no doubt about it, okay, oh, uh, let's see what else is going on out here in the wrestling news, uh. All right, how about this? How about I get your opinion about what what you thought of Raw? Well, so
1: so actually before I get into that just because we are on on our way to uh to another show um this Saturday. On the last podcast we had, I had mentioned uh, that I was going to Daytona for AW Fighter Fest.
2: Oh uh, yes, and yes, I, yes, 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 yes.
1: And so I went there. Yes, yes. yes. Thanks for the applause. It's greatly appreciated. Um. So, so I actually wanted to give my thoughts on that. Now I will ask you, Justin, just just be just be completely. Honest, did you watch any of F- a fighter fest a
2: few Saturdays ago? I missed it. You missed it. I,
1: I'll be honest. I mean, it, it was pretty good. Um, but I, it was good live. Uh, and, um, but there was already like, like I. I read online feed, feedback, and, and there were a lot of people who were saying um, that some of the stuff is either starting to get old, which is crazy because there's only been two shows, uh, and you know, and, and, or, or you know, certain gimmicks are turning people off. Um, for me, I, I I don't I don't know if AEW is necessarily an alternative. I see it as a lot of similar I see it very similar to WWE. But yes, all elite wrestling has more outright inside jokes. But as far as 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 far as like I, I don't really see too too much innovative stuff. I like their presentation as far as you know, uh, their videos and their promos and you know and all that kind of stuff. But but WWE all like already does that. Uh, they just don't do it on raw and smackdown. They only do it, you know, on, on WWE 24 and you know and on Chronicle and all other network shows. But other than that, A, like, AEW uh, they 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 have a younger roster. Well, I mean, I say that, but if you take into account all of the NXT guys, eh, it's kind of about even. Um, I, I I'm like while I'm while while I'm still excited for AEW, I also don't think that it's that it's as as much of an alternative as AEW you know stands really have a. Like I don't think it's as much of an alternative as they think.
2: Right. Uh, I mean, I like AEW. Uh, from obviously from the first one that I saw, I need to still go back and rewatch. Uh, Fighter Fest. Uh, I was I was just busy. Uh, time and life just got in my way. I mean, I, I love free, and I know it was free off the Bleacher Report website, if I'm correct.
0: Yes, and the uh, right. fight
2: app. It was the Fight app, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. And I, I, I need to go back. I need to watch it. I must go back and watch it because that is what a wrestling journalist should end up doing, believe it or not. And uh, I would but, love to get... Uh, yeah. y, y, I mean, uh, the the whole card itself, I mean, from top to bottom, how was it?
1: Okay, so... So, for...
2: For people who
1: and and I had to explain this to Mrs. Cruz because because uh, I
0: dragged her along with me.
1: Um, so the entire event was like was held at at this fighting game convention. So typically there is a lot of overlap, which there was, um, but there was but there was a certain gaming presence on the, certainly on the pre-show. Um, and then, so, you had Jay Bailey, who was, uh, who who's like, the head of the, of this convention. He was wrestling Michael Nakazawa uh, in, it was a hardcore match, but it compared, or, like, just, just, like, it paled in comparison to what we saw in the main event. And, you know, and I I saw a lot of people online say, well, it it it's it it was kind of a joke, you know, like like they were hitting, hitting each other with you know with uh, joysticks and and you know inflatable flamingos and and taking bumps in in kiddie pools and stuff. So I guess for me, I going in I knew it was going to be a little bit silly same thing with a librarian gimmick. I'll be honest, I do not watch being the elite. I do not. Um I've I've watched one episode and that was the episode where they finally announced AEW on on January first. Besides that, I've never seen it uh I don't watch it. I, I'm 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 not a huge fan of, of their kind of comedy. I know a lot of people do. And God bless him. But for me, things like Michael Nakazawa um, and like just how he's used in this particular setting, uh, with both of the librarian stuff, even some of the uh, you know some of the to- uh, the uh, tongue-in-cheek jokes with with the young bucks and Kenny Omega, it, it it's not for me. But going in, if I know it's already there, it it, it doesn't really affect my enjoyment of the show. Um, I, I will say there, there was on the free show, there was a really good, uh, triple threat tag team match. It was private party, uh, uh, the best friends and, um, oh man. Uh, and
0: don't SCU, joke on me.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, S.E.U. uh, it was Frankie Kazarian and, and Scorpio sky. My main man, Scorpio sky. Uh, I, a.k.a. Harold, from, from those Dr. Shelby segments. Love Scorpio ah! Sky. He's, he's, he's one of my good friends. Uh, love you, Sky. Um, but, yeah, uh, they had an amazing, 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 amazing match to, uh, to kick things off. And I think that would have been uh, really, like, just a high point um, on any show. But then you had John Moxley wrestling his first high-profile match outside of of WWE versus Joey Janela. Now I I know you didn't actually watch the full show, but did you hear what they put themselves through in that match?
2: I I saw enough footage, uh, highlights, and that that was a hell of a match. That was uh, definitely. Uh, very hardcore, very Japan, uh deathmatch style kind of wrestling.
1: They had some they had barbed wire, they had uh l- people jumping off ladders, through tables to the outside, uh just all kinds of all all kinds of stuff. Uh and it and it was violent. Uh it was definitely violent. Um but Live the the crowd just completely popped for it, completely popped for it. Um, I thought it was a great great match, although I do understand the complaint of it's violence just for the sake of violence. But uh, if this is telling a broader story of Moxley isn't Dean Ambrose anymore, Moxley is is this really like just a return to his indie? Yeah, like he's a killing machine if he's returning to his to his indie roots where 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 he just he just doesn't care he's not corporate he's not sanitized. he's just gonna do he's he's just gonna go out there and just kill you and he looks sadistic while doing it and Joey Janela was the perfect guy to have that match with um I don't know what's gonna happen with him and Kenny Omega at all out in Chicago uh, next month but um it it i i have a feeling it's not going to be as violent at least in this way um so it it'll for sure be an interesting clash of style clash of styles and and i'm looking forward to that uh the, one of the big thing we have to address and i'll be yeah. honest when you texted me when you texted me um I think it was that night or maybe the 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 day after, and I forget uh i like you were texting me about the chair, and I'm like what chair like like what the heck were like where are you talking about and I didn't realize that you were talking about the talking about the steel chair yes uh yes, all right, so the steel chair uh so cody uh. Faced off against Darby Allen, and it went to a draw. It was a really good match. Uh, Darby Allen is another guy who who simply just does not care about his body or anybody else's, but like dude dude seems to just have a death wish and he just he's he's ridiculous with the things he's willing to do to his body um but they wrestled to a draw crowd was was into it It was a great match um but at the end. At the end of the contest, Sean Spears, the former Ty Dillinger, came out and he just completely walloped Cody. Unprotected chair shot. He did not get his hands up. Cody just just stood right there and Sean Spears laid it in. And everybody around me in my section just just recoiled in horror and gasped just <gasps> Like they couldn't believe what they saw, and neither could I. Um, that was a a ridiculous uh, a ridiculous thing to do. Cody was busted up. Um, it 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 was it, it was a hard. Way. It was a crazy thing to see. Like, yeah, and 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 so and so like at first, I'll be honest. Like, I I kind of thought that that the blood. Wasn't real just because from our angle it looked like like the cut was on an alternate side, and so I was kind of like, well, wait, like did Cody blade? Uh, but it, it turns out he did not. Um, they admitted that there that it was supposedly some kind of a gimmick chair, but just a I, 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 part how of how do the you chair.
2: gimmick a chair? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I don't have those. I don't have those movie secrets, so
2: I'm really not sure how that works. Um, I really don't know. That kind of. I mean, that's the number one thing everybody wants to know. How do you gimmick a damn chair? I. I don't know.
1: I. I don't know. Um. Either way, in this case, it did not matter because Sean Spears really just laid one in on Cody and Cody had 12 stitches in the back of his head, uh, but he still continued on, you know, still was, was at gorilla backstage and, and he was fine enough, but yeah, he, he took, he really took one. He really took one. Uh, and live, you know, like, so we only had, had one, one view cause they didn't really show a replay of it uh, to the live crowd right and so i went so so i went home and and, and i watched the different a- angles that they showed on the uh, on, on the broadcast and i'm like yo it 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 looked brutal it looked completely brutal and unnecessary i i i'll ask you this um, yes would, is there any room is there any room these days 2019 with all we know about concussions and c t e and all like 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 all this kind of stuff, is there any room for unprotected chair shots to the head and willingly taking them
2: you know it's i I don't think there is it's unprotected. I, do I miss it to tell a story? Yes. Did Taker and Hunter do it back in Mania for that one time and then got lit up? Yes. It was used to tell a story and I understand that. But that, what Cody did, I there wasn't a story to be told for it to be to have happened that way. Again, I would, well, I would well, want to know well. the logistics.
1: Well, I mean, so here's the thing about that though. I mean, you you know, we 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 don't know whether there whether there was a story being told. But there had to be a story being told because if not, you know, uh Sean Spears wouldn't have come out and attacked him at all. So, clearly they were building building a you know, some kind of feud between them and let's be honest uh you know I'm a fan of of Sean Spears. I like ty Dillinger's work in w w e but he kind of had a defined role um and 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 so be be because he signed a contract there, you kind of have to do a little bit of rehab on him, and this was probably their way if you have you know have a have a reinvigorated Sean Spears come out and you, you know, just completely just just wreck Cody with this chair, then I think that's a I think that's that's that is the story. Not so much that Cody didn't put his hands up, more so kind of like the Moxley thing where Sean Spears is just sadistic. He's going to do Anything to prove he's not just a ten guy anymore. Torque. So there is a story being told, just not. I don't know if if an unprotected share shot was necessary to tell that story though.
2: I uh, I 100% agree. I, I it it's such a catch twenty two. I mean I understand the importance and obviously with Benoit and that whole incident too, and what they found inside his mushed head absolutely i mean that that's what brought everything to the limelight about those chair shots
1: i mean so i mean so so true but you know but they're like we've seen you know brain damage and we've seen you know uh, just brain degeneration you know start you know earlier and earlier in athletes you know and 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 then you know i probably like or i've heard the heard the argument of well, he probably already has it, you know. At this point, so so, what's another chair shot gonna hurt? I mean, that is a faulty argument, you know. Like, like just because you 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 know you're you know you're you're, you're already dying. You, I mean, you're
2: ar- already at like death door. What? Why continue it? You shouldn't. I
1: mean, I mean, it's not. Yeah, like you shouldn't expedite the process. Like, like you shouldn't help it along. You know, like you should try and preserve your quality of life as best as possible. You know, between Cody taking that unprotected chair shot and freaking Dustin Rhodes at double or nothing, uh, legit losing like half of his blood. Like, I don't even know like how there's blood still pumping in his system because he's lost a ton at Double or Nothing, but it's like, these Rose kids, and I say kids, acting like, you know, that Dustin can't be my father right now. Um, right. But, you know, I mean, like, just both of these brothers, they are, they've... They um, love
2: the business. They,
1: they love the business, and they are going to do anything to show it outside of the confines of WWE, Please. which... You know, for as much as WWE kind of gets crapped on, you know, like, man, man, I miss blood or, you know, man, I, I, I might miss those, those you know, cool-looking, cool-sounding chair shots, you know, uh, just toward the face and, you know, and all that kind of stuff, it's,
2: it,
1: it is a relatively safer environment because, as we've seen, when those gloves are off, guys can kind of get a little bit too – a little too proud, a little too macho and you know try and prove something to an audience that they don't need to prove anything to.
2: Great. I mean, they've proven already what they can and cannot do outside of that ring. There, there's no reason to solidify what they can and can't do, bar none. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else we can honestly say about that. I mean, they came, they saw, they conquered. But now, uh, mo- moving on. The, the one question I want to ask you about from Fighter Fest is, uh, sure, d- during that uh, Ambrose match, how, how did his, uh, not Ambrose, uh, Joey's uh, boots fall off? How do they fall up? Well, they they didn't. Mosley um, took them off. So Massey, uh, see. Uh, okay. See, I missed that yeah. part because all of a sudden I saw he had boots on. And then the next thing I saw I was like, "Oh damn, this guy's barefoot walking around thumbtacks."
1: Yeah. No. mo Ma- So this. So just in the main event, once again, this shows just how just the 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 amount of uh, of of uh, carelessness that Moxley the character has for his opponent, um, and you know um, during the match, I believe this was, I I, I think this was before he poured the thumbtacks out, but Moxley went after Janela's shoe uh, shoes like I don't know like probably like midway through the match. He, he untied him and took him off. And, and there was a bucket with some thumbtacks in it. Moxley poured him out. And, and at that point, everybody knew like, oh, it's about to go down. And, yeah. Joey Janela had thumbtacks in his, you know, in, in, in his back, in his arms on his feet, all that. It looked rough. It was terrible, man. Uh great thing to, to see live, but just I I don't know how much they're like how much they're paying. Um I mean, as a non wrestler, like I would never do it. But 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 that's not my scene. Like I know guys like a lot of guys who who've done some tax spots who have fallen off a scaffold through 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 glass and through you know light tubes and barbed wire and and all this kind of stuff and um and uh, you know sometimes it's are you talking about none about other than money.
2: Superhuman?
1: So I'll be honest, so like I I only discovered Superhuman probably about two weeks ago.
0: Oh, and seriously? Apparently
1: he's been doing these videos, dude. Like so, like he's been doing this for 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 like years right like i've only i
2: like I'm completely new to super u completely i i i i uh i saw him uh maybe about like two three months ago, and I went Joker's go to kill himself, but then yet all of a sudden he got internet famous and it was like you gotta be kidding yeah. me uh so
1: uh, is he a juggalo? Because he always shouts out, you know, all of his juggalos and juggalettes, whoop, whoop. Like, I, I don't really know, like, too much about him. And, and, too, like, okay, so what's the deal? Like, I don't want to necessarily feel bad uh, for laughing at him, but I kind of do. Like, why does he do this stuff? Like, I know he's not I, a trained wrestler. I don't know. I know he's not.
2: I don't know man I mean I I don't know he, uh, I, I want to say it was like Wanda Sykes uh, found one of his videos or something and that's how he became uh, famous
0: Wanda it was just
2: Sykes? like yeah I know I, I want to say it was Wanda Sykes don't quote me on that
1: that is super random Young, I'm gonna look that up. Look
2: that up. <laughs> but it, it was just something so bizarre, and he 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 just comes back and does it, and it's like the same damn video over and over and over again, except the table gets uh, just replaced or redone, and you you, you see him wince in pain, and then that's it. He's like, I want to see the end result of this. It makes you just want to sit there and watch it for like five, ten more seconds. It's that car crash, that car wreck that you cannot turn away from. And that is what superhuman is. I th- and I think you'd be an awesome candidate here to be on our uh, talk show, too. Yeah. Uh, we- I we-
1: would love to <laughs> comment. Like, I would love to have him on uh, just to see uh, if he knows any other words than you know, Move whoop and you know fuck that shit and all that kind of stuff. Like I like I want to try try our best to have an actual conversation with the young man.
2: I mean the the I got so many questions for this guy, and I I want to know in all honesty where he would be placed on the Todd Orndorff uh, best wrestler scale. I he mean, be he, he's like I, I mean he, he he's already got the uh the revival up there.
1: Oh, he's way better than the revival.
2: Way better. <laughs> that's I a mean, quote. I, that's a quote. that that's a quote. Superhuman better than the revival. Uh time stamp is 1 minute and 2 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> But it it oh, so it just it, it boggles it boggles the mind, man. But continuing, I, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I want to hear your opinion. I, I, more superhuman talk, the better, please. So, okay, like I, I'm just
1: trying to figure out why, like, why he's doing this. Apparently, like, just from what I've seen, there there is no link between him and Wanda Sykes. I. It, if you find something, please send it to me because I don't – i I'm not seeing it. But I know he was on Tosh.0, um. Yeah, but beyond that, I, I can't really find anything else. I just saw this – like, just saw a, a a clip two weeks ago randomly on YouTube or on uh, Facebook, and I was like, okay, like, what is this guy doing? Why is he jumping off his stairs? In, like, in, in, into a grill. Like, this is, like, just the most random thing. And uh, the problem was, was that, like, I watched the the video, and I laughed, and, and I watched it again. It couldn't look away. And so then it's a I had to click on his page. It, like, it, it, it's totally a car crash. And I just went through, I, I mean, not all of his videos, because there's a ton, but I went through 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 about like ten different ones, and I'm like, okay, this guy is certifi- is certifiably insane. Like I don't understand what the heck he's doing, but I'm entertained by it.
2: I mean, I I want to know what what he does. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to find him online right now too. I, I there was some celebrity that that just was like enamored by him, and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Oh gosh. Now I, I'm gonna have to look this up now. Thanks, man.
1: <laughs> Sorry, brother. Uh Oh
2: uh, celebrity. Okay. I know it wasn't Tosh. Oh uh, gosh almighty. Let's see what he goes right here. I read it from somewhere. It it was just one of those things that I read and I went, You've gotta be kidding me. Uh,
1: gosh. I don't know man. Well, it it's well, uh it's wild.
2: All right. Well, regardless, let's let's move on while I I try to find this. So, just the other day I sat there and I sat down and listened to uh one of JR's old podcasts uh done with Conrad. And it was the 2008 draft. And uh he uh he was talking about uh everything that happened on that card and he talked about how uh how CM Punk went to Raw, and how Batista came to Raw, and all these other endorsements, how such and such went to ECW. And the one thing that is still makes JR very, very upset is that uh, how he got unceremoniously moved to SmackDown. And listening at it, he he sounds still very, very bitter about this whole uh event still going down or coming apart. So, so, were you able to listen to that particular one?
1: So 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 no, I I actually haven't caught um caught any of Grilling Jr. with uh with uh, Conrad Thompson uh, available on all of your favorite podcast apps and, and all that jazz. Love, like, most of Conrad's shows. Like, I'm a huge fan of, of 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. That, that, that is my go-to listen. Uh, like, I, like, I could just pop in those at any time and re-listen, so, so, and they're awesome. But I have not heard the JR one. Uh, my question is, what exactly is JR mad about? I, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be mad. I'm not saying that at all. But I want to know if he's mad at, at the fact that he was drafted anywhere and nobody told him, or was it that, that he was drafted specifically to SmackDown? Be, be, because if that was the reason, he could have been drafted to ECW, and that would have been you know just an even bigger slap in the face. So what exactly has him so bitter?
2: Uh what made him very, very uh upset was uh sorry, I'm still trying to f- look up superhuman. Apparently uh Joey Janela dropped the superhuman elbow at a uh, indie show not too long ago. I did see that. That was Disney pretty legit. Disney. But uh but yeah. what what he was upset about was the fact that uh nobody came up to him and told him straight up. He found out like everybody else, and he was more pissed at Vince because Vince didn't tell him, this is what's going on. And said, I, I kind of need to know what's going on in my life. And he – or excuse me, J.R. took it as just another way to dick around J.R., which Vince is, like, famous for, obviously. He just took it as a sharp dig, and he, Ross actually – Uh, almost contemplated uh, retiring right there on the air, according to Jim Ross. So he would not have to go to SmackDown, so he could just tell everybody to just pretty much go screw off because this is like the final straw. He only had like a couple months left on, or I think maybe like a year on his contract or two or something, a year or a few months before he just uh, was done, and he was not going to renew. So, so,
1: I guess I mean, you know and okay, good on Jr. for not you know just quitting and retiring there. I mean you know he he
2: no he he, he, he
0: wanted to he do the right thing. He sucked it up. Thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he did the right thing, and um, you know he yeah he. he he did a fine job on SmackDown. I mean, just even taking into account the last, you know, four or five years, to me, he's still the greatest play-by-play commentator in wrestling history. Oh, like, no I, like, nobody I, – I, I can't – I mean, and I have my favorites just because, like, I've always been a fan of Michael Cole, too. Um, he's no JR. I I love Joey Styles, but he's no JR. Even Tony Schiavone, I like I really liked him too. Even during the dying days, of, like of WCW. like I really dug him, but he's no JR. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't live through Gordon Soley. I have seen matches uh, that he's called. Uh, he's fine, but I th- but I, it's probably just. I feel more of an attachment to Jr. With all of that said, I think yes. This whole narrative of specifically the the 2008 draft and and you know him being drafted not knowing, you know he was going over to SmackDown. I don't know if that's a thing of of Vince just screwing him over. Because wasn't the word that, uh, like, apart from the top guys, nobody knew that they were getting drafted? That's what I always heard.
2: You know, uh, nobody knew, but everybody was side-eyeing JR. I mean, nobody would come up and look at him or talk to him in the face or say anything along those lines. But believe it or not, we got a caller.
0: It was
2: on the air. Caller, you're live on the air.
0: Gentlemen, what's going on? Todd, how are you? Oh good Lord, what's it is happening, man? Todd
2: on door. How we doing guys? You know what? We're doing alright. We're we're talking about J.R. and his uh draft back in two thousand and eight, but but we're gonna we're gonna rewind back for a moment here. Just to our last segment that we just had, we we need an opinion. Do it. Okay. Uh, What are your thoughts on superhuman? Huh? Tell me you've seen the videos of superhuman.
0: (laughs) I, I I have not. What am I missing?
2: Uh, Kyle, could you please explain? Well, I uh, send a link immediately over to <laughs> right. Mr. Ondor. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Go ahead and send that link. So, Todd, uh, superhuman—I uh, guess you can call him a, a stuntman. He's a guy who um, who makes a ton of videos jumping off of his porch onto a random thing. We're like, we're talking oh, about.
0: Oh, uh, I. I haven't seen but I believe it was I think it was Jim Cornette was talking about that this week on the drive
2: Yeah. Todd, you got you gotta back away from your mic there.
0: I think Jim Cornette was talking about that this week on the on the
2: drive thru. I did
0: hear about it but I had not seen.
2: Oh man, oh man, are you in for a real treat? I'm excited. We, we were uh, debating on where he, would be, uh, where he would be placed on your ultimate list of rest, wrestlers here. So I'm going um, to send you the butt buster onto the barbed wire light tube from on a bookshelf. <laughs> well, bef-
0: well, just from everything I've heard, and before I do watch this, it's, where he will rank is probably six feet below
2: the last guy. uh we have been uh we've been on about 20 minute uh superhuman i don't want to say fandom but just a uh fascination with this individual
0: so he's pretty big deal is what you're saying
2: oh he's internet famous and apparently right now, looking at his uh, Facebook page, or his Twitter page, uh, July 8th, he says, and I quote, Today is the day I made the character. Superhuman. I've been making stunt deals for six years now. How we have not found this individual six years ago is beyond me. So is he just like... 'Cause so like I
0: said, like I just heard about him on Monday. Is he like uh he's not a real worker, is he?
2: Lord I hope not. How did how did Corny uh describe him? Well, he got
0: asked a question by a fan because on the drive through which strictly questions, and it was asked if if um He'd never seen this individual, and he's like, "I have no idea who this guy is." You know? yeah. And then, um, and then his co-host proceeded to um, enlighten him, and he just went on one of his normal Jim Cornette tirades that makes me happy each and every week. Um, basically, you know, the scum of the earth, um, uh, you know, much show outlaw stuff like that. You know, the originals. Right. But no, I like I have not seen this guy. And if, if if that's what he
2: does, it sounds like he could be in the main event of like C Z W. He he very well could. Uh the one video he just did on June third, he does a butt buster onto fire. Uh Joey Janelle style and then proceeds to dive into a pool. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's on fire. He's on fire. But yeah, he did not uh, he did not take off his clo- his shirt though for this one. Oh that's positive, I'm sure. But I, I just did it's... not know and we wanted to know uh your your thoughts on this and if you would happen to wear one of his fuck this shit shirt.
0: Um actually I um one of the things that, I mean, I'm sure that, that you know is um, I do, like, a lot of woodworking, and I need a new rag to wipe my stain off my woodworking projects. And I'll be more than happy to take one for free and just destroy that bastard. <laughs> I, I can't – listen, I can't – no, it's dumb.
2: Why? I, I, I don't like, know, man.
0: How many – okay. How many views is this Jay Brown getting on his videos?
2: Okay, well, because I think we and, need a
0: number. Because if this guy's making money, I am going to be pissed
2: off. Well, let's see. He has right now on his Twitter for his video that I just sent you has been shared three point seven thousand times and been liked thirteen thousand times. I want to wrestle. You want to wrestle? I want to have a match. I'll probably shoot on him. Yeah. He is a twenty-year-old. What they call? Well, we. I I find a jack jackass style ask on this guy. He, he's okay. just a glutton for punishment and will end up probably uh, hurting himself down the road. Uh, I, I, I believe that we need to have an, an extinction-level event to weed out some of the uh, poor candidates or possibly a, a line event. Where all the smart people would know to take salvation away from the lions while the lions would go apart and uh proceed to eat the stupid people and weed out the population. Almost like a Thanos snap. There's been some thought put into that, mister. Yes. Yes. Uh he may be in the lion realm of things. What
0: I wanna know what Kyle's take is on this because I know, you know, him and I have we jousted a few times back and forth on a few things live on the air, and I want to know his take on it. I want to know his take is on this guy.
1: So I look. I'm not necessarily a fan uh, of, of the guy. I mean, like it, it's like okay. So I only found out about him, I think two, maybe maybe, maybe three weeks ago, and uh, so I'm completely new. To this thing too um, it's pretty much just jackass like that's what it is um, I don't love it I don't necessarily hate it there is some kind of of an audience for it um, I, 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 I kind of feel bad for laughing because
0: it, <laughs> it doesn't
1: I, I mean like I don't know like I'm really not like trying to be rude here but like I don't know like it it, it, it it has to be some kind of I, I don't know if it's a character. It's just I don't know. I, I, is it a gimmick? I, it has, like, has to be. Interviewed? Like has anybody talked to him? Because besides cause, Tosh, because I don't know if the, I don't watch Tosh, but still, like I I don't know if anybody else has has talked to him to see what is going through the man's mind. Cause I don't get it.
0: But I think one of the biggest the questions that need to be asked is: Is he a worker or not?
2: I don't think he is. I don't it, think It is. says he's an actor and a stuntman.
1: So, so, so I stumbled upon his YouTube just a second ago, and the, and the man has forty-three thousand forty-six subscribers on YouTube. His latest video that he uploaded eight hours ago, he reviewed the Ricochet WWE action figure. So, <laughs> and, 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 and like half of his videos are him reviewing action figures. So, I don't know what the deal is. Like, I, I don't know. It's clear he's, he's a really big – like, he, he's really into wrestling. I, I, I I don't know whether he wrestles. But like Justin said, I hope not. But it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like 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 the whole thing is completely ridiculous. But if some people or if if a lot of people are, are getting joy from it, and if he's having a good time doing it, I guess his body, man, he, he can do whatever he wants. I mean-
2: there, there, there's two videos right here where he does a front front flip onto Legos onto two steel chairs, and then below bad. it, I feel is, like
0: I've done that.
2: And, and <laughs> below below that is a butt buster onto barbed wire with mini cactuses and light bulbs. I mean. Uh... He also has done a flying elbow drop onto a flat screen TV.
0: I don't, I don't know. Just, like, I guess the me, like, my taste of, like thing that, I like, I like to watch or whatever. Like, I would probably be walk away. I, would probably be, I, I, I would
2: can't. We be can't be hear me. you, brother, man.
0: That's not really my cup of tea. Like, I would probably watch one and then just, like, I don't know. That's just not my genre of shit that I like to watch.
2: It isn't either, but it's that we discussed it, and he said it's that car crash effect, man. It's the car crash that you just can't turn away from.
0: (laughs) Car crash effect? I bet your ass is probably
2: feeling it. He – he. I uh, okay, one last one. I mean, it, it's just an endless, endless thing. It's a butt buster onto a barbed wire wheelbarrow. I mean, it, may, it I makes, makes that Tommy Dreamer barbed wire thing look like a freaking walk in the park. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I don't know if, I don't you, you have I to watch the it, video. Um... Watch the video so then we, we know. I mean, I, I think he's better than The Revival. All right.
0: Well, hey, guys. How's, um, you know, how's life? How's everybody doing? <laughs> how's the kid? Yeah. You know? Man. You yeah. Yeah. Speaking of kids, so, just in time, I hope yours have been better than mine.
2: Yeah. Actually, I was just about to ask you uh, about your new co-host. Uh, take a moment to uh, talk about your new co-host here. Well,
0: actually, my, um, my stay on the stage tonight is going to be kind of short because I'm getting ready to record the sep- my, second, my second episode with my new co-host. You know, you, know, and, and you guys know, like I got started back in 2012 with the and everything, and um, and then started out, up on the podcast on podbean.com. And, and for so long, I mean, you guys got a mix. You guys got incredible chemistry and stuff. You guys are always there. But myself, like, I always did a show, at least, at least an hour long by myself. And for, I mean, like, the first 15 minutes, I can probably get something rolling, and then I just, like, eat myself. Like, I get annoying if I'm just, like, talking to myself or whatever. And You, know, you got to fix that, that mic there, myself. brother, man. My phone is going to go through the wall. So, I got this new co-host because I was just tired of doing shows by myself, and honestly, like, I love what you two do. You guys have awesome chemistry together, and, and, you know, you're just able to feed off of each other. So, to be honest with you, like, part of the inspiration was the Atomic Drop Show, and I was thinking about how much easier some things would be, and... You know, I'm a big outdoorsman. This guy's an outdoorsman. He's a wrestling fan, which I found out like the day before we recorded our first um, our first episode. So it was kind of like a match made in heaven. And um, you know, we recorded one episode. He was a little nervous, but towards the end of it, um, he felt pretty comfortable. And tonight, actually, as soon as I get off the phone with you guys, we're going to
2: record episode two. Well, that's a magnificent theme. So you know what that means, Kyle, right? What does that mean? It means that we we don't set the bar.
0: <laughs>
2: we are the bar. We are the high standards oh, that Mister Orndorff must live up to.
0: Oh, I mean, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I mean, come on. No, I do. I give you guys full credit for the inspiration. To have somebody there it's just, it's and you know just like hearing you guys all the time and stuff. It's uh, it was definitely the right route to go. So so yeah, it was my show got better because of you guys. How
2: freaking awesome is that? I mean that 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 warms the cockle of my heart over here. I'll say that much. <laughs> So it did definitely you know, warms Jay, my
0: cockles. and everything yet.
2: Yes, that that was already discussed, but we can go back to it.
0: Well, I just want to know your guys' opinions real quick before I have to go.
2: Well, our opinions of it is that uh I I described the match as a uh <laughs> almost a Japanese death match style match. As uh, Kyle, believe it or not, was actually in attendance. In
1: attendance for what? Yeah, for Firefight.
2: He was there. No, he was there live. That. What are you guys talking about? Did you hear what I asked? No, because your phone is horrible. And, 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 you know, you were the one that was like,
0: you got to go to iPhone. you got to go to iPhone and look what it's doing to your show.
2: Well, what you need to do is get yourself a nice little headset, some AirPods, some, something better to hear everybody in, or put us on a speaker.
0: One second. Check it out. Problem
2: solved. All right. All right. Hey, 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 hey,
0: Better. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay.
2: Good. Welcome Great to the show. These people are loving you
0: today. <laughs> what I said was, did you guys go over the Enzo Amore Joey Janella yet?
2: Uh no, we have not gone over that incident. That was on our itinerary. Uh, Joey Janela and Enzo Amore, or just Enzo as he's going by, did have an altercation at a Blink-182 concert out of all places to find two professional wrestlers at, and proceeded to get into a confrontation with each other. Or, where or there was some
0: they.
2: You know? All right, we're going to go a uh, complete c- conspiracy theory on this, aren't we now? I think we have to. Well, allegedly, uh, there was a confrontation between the two. at Again, a Blink-182 concert uh, where they they came over to each other and started to just start to uh, jawjack at each other, just talking uh, the business at each other. And then... Uh, uh, things got a little bit more heated from there, Kyle Would you like to uh continue?
1: I mean, I don't know uh too too much about the story all I know is uh is just like what what both guys said after the fact um nobody in here is likable um one because <laughs> I mean, like one because like they they were both at a blink one eighty two show, um, and it just seems like I don't know. Like I, I'll admit, I would go see him, but but it but but I'm but I'm just kind of weird. But like to see those two guys there, and like and then you're fighting, it's like okay, like you don't. You don't go to a Blink-182 show and get into a fight to, like, prove your manhood. Like, like of all the places to, to actually, you know, try and, try and man up, a Blink-182 concert, like, that's just not the place. So, just off the rip, both guys completely unlikable in the situation. Uh, do we know who won? Like, like who, who, who won the fight? Like, I... Like, I want to say, didn't Joey Janela run, run away, or did Enzo run away? Just, somebody ran away,
0: right? No, 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 no. See, t- <clears throat> all right, here's my take on this. First of all, I think it's a work, right? Even though they're both in different places, I just think it was a work to try to create some buzz, all right? First and foremost, it was a work. And it would be hard to change my mind. Um and this confrontation, whatever, you know, people are blowing this thing up. They didn't get close. They weren't even six feet from each other the entire time. They never got that close. So they're, they're just, you know, they're dancing back and forth or whatever. They got their hands up, pretending to protect themselves. Some chick in the background saying, oh, no, please stop. No, it's just a bunch of ridiculous, you know. I guess one of, like, Enzo's cronies or something was filming. I have no idea. It was a total work. That's that's my take on it.
2: It's just one of those unknown mysteries of professional wrestling.
0: Actually, no. It, it, uh, it, it was until I came on because I'm changing it. It was a freaking work. <laughs> Mystery has been solved. I don't know. That's my take. I just...
2: Well I'm glad we were able to solve that mystery
0: <laughs> like, like, Do you guys think it's a work Or do you think it's a shoot of some sort
2: I don't know It's just the most Bizarrest Like I just can't get over the fact They're at a Blink-182 concert Two wrestlers were at a Blink One Eighty Two. Out of all places on the eastern, western, northern, seaborne United States, America, you got two wrestlers at a Blink One Eighty Two show. They just happened to find win? each other in a sea of people. Who would win? Let's just say, like it actually went down, and
0: people were throwing haymakers. Joey, and shit. Who do you th- Joey. Who do you think would
2: win? I'm going Joey. I've seen Kyle. enough uh, Simon Gotch videos to believe uh, Joey would win. <laughs> Kyle, what's your take?
1: Uh, who would win? I mean, I would probably say Joey. Um, but there there probably is something to the fact of, of this whole thing being at work. Just because every, every time – you hear about Enzo. Every time you see Enzo, it's usually him doing some kind of, you know, controversial work stuff, you know, whether it's him, sho- him showing up at, uh, like, in the crowd at, at Survivor Series, whether it's, you know, uh, him appearing at the Garden uh, at the Ring of Honor New Japan show back in April. And now this, it's, like, it's always – in this huge cloud of controversy. And I think it's just people know that it going to get a certain kind of attention and he's a heat magnet and Joey Janela, like he's never been a guy who, who shied away from, from just random quote unquote feuds and, you know, bringing random people in to GCW uh, up, up out near your way, God, actually, you know, so it it, it it's I, I I'm pretty sure at some point it's gonna be like like this the SummerSlam uh, weekend main event Joy Janela and Enzo in some kind of street fight hardcore Blink 182 What's my age again Brawl like that's what's probably gonna happen.
2: That sounds like some sweet fantasy booking right there.
1: I don't know how sweet it is. I just think it's like, (laughs) like that's what they're serving no matter how it tastes. I think that's just what's on the plate.
0: I just wonder, you know, know, like why, you know, I mean, maybe because, I mean, maybe Janela, because yeah, you know, all this AEW stuff and whatnot, but I mean, what does Enzo get, a gain from this other than once again in his career or, or, I mean, he doesn't really have one right now, but like just looking like an ass again. You know, there's there's no purpose. There's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: All right, so, so, so look, here's the thing about it, right? So, I don't know if you guys saw, but a, about a week ago, uh, apparently there was this video that came out where Big Cass uh, went uh, to DDP's, you know, house, and so he's getting he's getting help, you know, for 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 his addictions and you know his his weight gain and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so so now you know like Enzo and Cass, their whole thing was like they were together on the indies, and so now you have cast essentially going into rehab Enzo needs something to do and so you have to reach out to guys who 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 are kind of just just in, like just impervious to 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 bad booking kind of like Joey Janella is you know like just guys who can get away with anything and try and cause a stir so there, like there honestly, might be something to this whole work thing when you consider the timing of Big Cast and you know just his thing, Joey Janela's uh, you know popularity and his notoriety after Fire, uh, after Fighter Fest, and you know just just all of the stuff going on with with AEW. It's probably all connected somehow.
2: Todd, I'm going to let you answer that first because I need to step away for a moment.
0: Well, you know, if. Here's the thing. Like, if I'm Joey Janela, okay? I, I get the opportunity of a lifetime. My body looks like crap. I just fall off its stuff. You know, and, and you got the opportunity to work for AEW. Why? What, what do you gain from doing something like this? Because they're not going to. AEW is just not going to book Enzo. So I just – does it, you know, just hurt – does it hurt Joey's credibility of any kind? Because there's absolutely no reason for it. are they buddies? Who knows? Who cares? But, you know, you get the opportunity to work for what is, like, perceived as, like, a legit company. And, I mean, you're not going to take your talents, you know, elsewhere to do a match with Enzo. At least I wouldn't, not if I had that chance. So I just – I wonder what the motives are.
1: So with Joey Janela, um, and it's like I said a couple minutes ago, he, he's, he's Teflon. Like, he can do anything. And, and please do not get me wrong. I, 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 I have a certain respect for Janela, just like I, I, I have for anybody who steps between those ropes and does anything. Uh, if he doesn't wrestle my favorite kind of, of style, I still respect him for what he does. But because of that, the fans who rock with him already, they're always going to rock with him no matter what. So, so, and And, and and on top of that, it only helps the legend grow. It only helps the Joey Janela legend grow as far as, hey, nobody is willing to book Enzo. Nobody is willing to do business with him. I, I like, like, I can be that guy.
2: Okay, okay, look, okay, look
1: PCO, PCO. A guy who, who who nobody was checking for. Joey Janela put him on one of his his spring break shows a year or two ago, and he legitimately just blew up, and and like he's gone everywhere. So I think his 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 thing is he's, he's always going to try and, and find ways to be controversial. He's always going to think outside the box, and uh, he's always going to push the limit. Of conventional wisdom, you know, A like AEW's already set. Like, like he already has that contract. He he's he's already cool. He's you know? locked, but he also helps. He he's already helped. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. He's already helped. Uh, so, you know, so many other guys rejuvenate their careers with his own company. You know, uh, in GCW, well, I don't think he owns it, but he helps uh, bring in talent and and you know stuff like that. So it's probably just just another case of that, just a, a, another guy who who can possibly reinvent himself after almost everybody universally saying he has no future in wrestling anymore. I think you know Joey Janela is probably like one of the nicest. Unselfish guys in like in the business, and this is an example of it. Uh, do
0: you find All them right. to be a ser- uh, Do you take them seriously? Well, in a general sense, no.
2: Well, you you do know what this music is, right? Anyone?
1: Does this this me? Uh, I guess.
2: Well, this means that Joey Janela and Enzo Amore at the Blink 182 concert is our shot of the day. So, ah! I mean, it it was very very sad to just sit there and watch all over Instagram, and then continue the feud over to Twitter, and it it just it just dragged on like a very slow slow uh, episode of Raw. It just would not end. And, and I feel like this is worthy enough of, of our shot of her day. We need
0: to uh, I need to I need to ask you something, uh, Sir Justin Todd. Yes. So, <laughs> I think it was your last episode, I was unable to call in because I've been super busy with projects and stuff around the house, but I believe I was...
2: Well, didn't I win some illustrious prize? Yes, you Last were also episode. the... Uh, you were the shot of our day, too, as well. And I got
0: no details as to why, so please enlighten me while I'm on the phone, sir.
2: Well, first off... let We, we may have a uh, double shot of the day, then. First off, let us... Uh, let us <laughs> salute... the Joey Janela Enzo Amore episode on Instagram. So, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. So, over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummy. Down the holas, bitch holas. Alright. There we go. That was tasty. Now to continue on, uh, last week, if uh, you were able to listen to an episode, and we're sure that you just immediately downloaded this episode onto your sweet, amazing iPhone, that you were nominated for our shot of the week for stepping up and stepping out for, believe it or not, coming out and admitting that uh, you you do have a little bit of a speech impediment, and we wanted to salute you, and salute you for coming out with your new co-host as well. It was a day that was long lived long and hard on the Atomic Drop show where we still have people passed out in Atomic Drop headquarters yard that I need to step over while mowing, and I've tried to spray them with the garden hose to make them arise, but yet they will not wake up. But yes, they are still breathing because I do see chest palpitations up and down in their body. But again, Um, if if you missed last week's shot of the day, the the shot of the day does go (laughs) out to one, Mr. Todd Orndorff. So again. I I, I did.
0: I'm sorry. I I feel great. I appreciate it. But I did miss it. I apologize.
2: So again, we we raise our. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you
0: know, but, but the fact that I can win such an illustrious award, award on such an illustrious show, I, you know, I've, I've, after nights of endless sleep because of project, tonight, I got a feeling
2: the disease will be flying hard and heavy. So thank you, gentlemen. Oh, you're very welcome. So again, Hello. to repeat last week's shot of the day, or shot of the week, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat a second time to party in our tummies. Down the uh, hola, bitchola. There it is.
0: Yeah, there.
2: Beautiful. Very nice. So yes, you are you are now our official double shot of the week. Has, has it has
0: that ever happened before?
2: Uh, no. Uh, Seeing how this segment is only maybe about a month old, no.
0: We we are we are making history early, baby. Yes,
2: yes, we're we're setting that bar that you want to be at so so high. Can you even <laughs> dare? keep up to our level.
0: You guys are going to force me to have a segment on my show now.
2: We only strive to make you better, man.
0: And which, sure. by the way, that show is Todd Orner upon a podcast, which you can find on podbean.com and iTunes. And I'm isn't there okay some
2: kind of promo with... code running well, around?
0: Well, there is a promo Listen, Listen. All right. I don't know about you guys. Look, okay. Mr. Rochester and Mr. Florida, I gotta ask you something. It's grilling season, yeah. right? Are you guys out on the grill about every day?
2: Every other day or so, yes.
0: All right. Uh, it, well, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh,
1: well, well, I mean, like, so it's it's super humid out here, but but when it's not terribly humid out, then yes, I am on the grill. So please, like, tell, so tell us what you got.
2: Now, what, what, wait, well, before, let's... before we go, before we go, what kind of grill do you have? Are, are you a propane? You're a George Foreman? Are you a charcoal kind of guy? There's many questions I have now about this grill.
0: I have charcoal, and I got a gas grill.
2: Well, Ooh. damn!
0: I, I don't was, think I can with that. My... Listen, grill season for me is like baseball season for me. Okay, you just you're like, you you just got. A... 162 times a summer, I got to be on the grill, and that's a lot of days, so I use them both at the same time to come back. But listen, all right? For all you folks, if you've never listened to Tide Orniff on a podcast, or if you have, you have heard plenty of times me talking about a company called Reload and Season. I am a huge food guy. Uh, looking at me, sometimes you'll probably guess that. But the bottom line is – if you think you're cooking good now, if you think your seasonings are good now, they're not. They suck. Straight up. You guys got to go to com And if you do, and they got four tremendous blends. I use them every single day. I swear to the heavens above, I used all four earlier on some sexy chicken out on the grill. Um, sexy chicken? Go to check out. Type in Toddcast. T O D D C A S T. Toddcast. Save yourself 10%. Listen, it's grilling season. Go out there, become a grill sergeant, and uh, get the job done. Listen, there's nothing better to, br- you know, have people over, have a nice barbecue, do whatever you need to do, but, you know, bring people together with flavor. That's their whole motto, and that's what we're doing. I've been friends with these guys since 2016, and um, I, I get absolutely nothing for it. I just want to help promote them because I, I truly believe in them. So, it's like, I'm a food guy. What can I say? I don't want shitty food. And I don't want you to have shitty food here.
2: I just want to know if you just said chicken was sexy. Oh,
0: my chicken, my dude, my listen. My chicken is almost as sexy as my smoking hot soon to be wife. That's all I'm saying. My chicken's pretty sexy.
2: I mean, well, what what does the pork think of this, and what what does the beef think of this? I mean, I'm sure there there's other <laughs> sexiness that must go around oh. here. You you. I, I'm sure I you're bringing <laughs> the sexy back to the grilling world. Listen,
0: they can listen to this, all right? Let's keep that part down, okay? Right. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just
2: don't want the people over at Chick-fil-A to come over here and start questioning.
0: Listen, I can't cook and tell, baby. You know, keep that keep on the DL.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> all right, oh, Miss oh, oh, yeah. You will be really live at the you will be live at the New York State Western PodCon coming up on August 3rd, correct?
0: August 3rd. You will see me there. I will see all you folks there. So make sure you come on out. Have some fun. Meet us. B.S. with us. Might even have some of that reload there. Who
2: knows? Oh! Come on! And for 20 bucks, you can still kick Kyle in the nuts if you so desire. You will not.
1: I will take your $20. But you ain't
0: coming anywhere near my nuts. Okay. Can I I tell one quick story because I do got to go? I have to do some recording tonight. But what Kyle just said made me think of something. Do you guys mind if I tell a quick little story? His
2: his nuts made you think of something. Oh, please. I am fully engulfed in this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't so much the nuts. It was the $20. All right. So for everybody who does not know, um, I spent about eight years in the casino industry, and I traveled all around. I was in Baltimore. I was in Pittsburgh. I was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I was all over the place. But my last destination um, was on the outskirts of Pittsburgh. And, you know, being a wrestling fan, you guys can appreciate this. You know, so there was this one bodyguard that, like, we all grew up watching back in the day to a certain wealthy man. Curtis Hughes? Not Curtis Hughes. He was the bodyguard to a certain wealthy man. He had millions of dollars. Well, I used to see this this guy all the time. And, and uh, screw it. I don't give a shit. It was Virgil, okay? So I'll throw it out there because the guy's a bum. Uh, straight up, he was rude to me. I don't care. Virgil calling you out, brother. Um, I used to see Virgil like every single day for months. And, uh, you know, he would always come in. You know, it was just after WrestleMania um, 2017. Uh, he comes into the casino after WrestleMania weekend on, like, a Tuesday. And, of course, you know, he knows my last name um, because, like, my tag and somebody mentioned it. And he said, oh, you know, I, you know, I used to wrestle with Mr. Wonderful. You know, like, he helped me a whole bunch down in Memphis. And uh, then I proceed to tell him, well, you know, he is my second cousin and stuff. And uh, so then we go talking on and on and on and on about some things. Well, he goes, to tell like, because I'm related to Paul, he kind of, like, he popped his chest out a little bit. And he said, yeah, you know, just got back from wherever the heck, Orlando or something. He was like, just got back from Orlando, you know, had to stay an extra day because Vinnie Mack spotted me, uh, what was it? He spotted me an extra fifty G's to stay another day. You know, people want that Virgil. <laughs> wow. Vince McMahon was begging. Wow. Vince McMahon was begging Virgil to stay and gave him fifty grand. It's just it's a funny story.
2: Wow. Legit. Yeah. Well, if if we're gonna trade Virgil stories, I have a Virgil story. I need
0: to know your Virgil story before I leave.
2: Let's see, see, it's called teaser. But I'll get to it right now. Uh, We – I was on my way, I should say. I was on my way to uh, WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. Ah, ah, ah. And uh, we had a layover in Hotlanta, Georgia. And lo and behold, there is a picture that I have of Virgil. I went up to him and I said, Virgil, hey, long-time wrestling fan, host a podcast, love to have you on sometime. Uh, do you think we might be able to get a picture? And he said, yeah, sure, absolutely. And then proceeds to walk walk away from me and then stands by the gate attendants and then no-sells me for the rest of the whole flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's him! <laughs> and I was like, man's a douche. Complete and utter
0: oh, a- D-bag. I, like, I'm not, like... Legally, I'm not allowed to say, like, things that really happened inside the casino other than, like, you know, him finding out about me being related to Paul or, or whatever. But just from, like, me being three feet from him for months, yeah, I second exactly what you said. It, it, so. it, he's a different He's a different kind of cat, a different
2: of cat, man. He is a very different kind of cat, man. And there's only one person left who needs to have a Virgil story to complete it. On, Kyle. I you gotta have one.
1: I think one. I'm okay. I think I'm okay. No, I actually do not, and and I am perfectly content being the only one not having a a, a Virgil story because because uh, he seems like a prick. So
0: I'm all right. It, it. This is an elite club, Kyle. We want you to be a part. I'm Listen, okay. Like, I know the. Guy. I, Listen, I know where he lives. I know or I mean if it really is his if it if it really is his house. I know where the week yeah right. yeah, right? I know where I can find him any day of the week. You guys come to PA on vacation, we'll go get that podcast on, we'll get that picture taken by some attendants or whatever, and we'll make sure Kyle gets his moment.
1: Uh thank you so much. But uh I mean, <laughs> hey, I can come up there time, but uh, I don't, I don't need the Virgil experience. I, I think my, my uh, life is sufficient without it,
0: but honestly, thank you though. We have, okay. So everybody knows so the meat sauce mafia stuff. Well, there was, there was a group of us craft dealers at this casino and you know, we, we used to deal with Virgil all the time and, um, Uh, He called us, you know, like, part of his meat sauce mafia, because we would all, you know, like, as the dice are in the air, we would all be singing, like, yo, fuck money, baby, and all this shit as the dice is in the air and stuff, and um, we had this big thing orchestrated where, like, nine of us who grew up as wrestling fans were gonna actually, like, pay to take him to the Olive Garden, but it never worked out, but, uh, That was actually one thing I I was kind of, like, as much as the guy's a schmuck, like, I was excited to go to Olive Garden with him just, like, because I want to see him order food. That was, like, a thing for us. We want to see exactly what he says, you know? So, yeah. But we can get it done.
2: I'm all for for Kyle, to get a uh, virtual moment.
0: I'm
1: okay. Like, honestly. Honestly, I'm cool Uh, If I If I run Past him or if I run Into him, then I will be sure to share It with you guys But uh, Nah, I have no Desire at all To meet the wrestling superstar
0: Virgil Uh, I'm okay That wrestling superstar Virgil Will tell you that he can still bench 500 pounds Too Uh, I
1: I guess, dude. I, look, I know he's not benching 500, uh, you know, uh, pounds when he takes out his wallet. <laughs> I know that's for sure. So, uh, look, he, he's he's a tool. I don't like, I you know, he's still around. Uh, people still recognize him, and that's cool. But keep him far <laughs> away from me. I'm cool on him.
2: All right.
0: Just offering that's all. Hey, well, little, we're more me. than happy to make a thanks make a, a wrestling offer.
2: dream come up. Come true. We're all we're in the dream business
0: here. Uh, you know, I actually checked his booking sheet. He's gonna be in Niagara on August third at the Western New York podcast. <laughs> so, so maybe we can get your maybe we can get this thing done, uh Sir Justin. He is not. Have, what?
2: It, it, for real? Don't you ever check his Instagram? And, and not since he stood me up. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea, but we should get him there. You know what? We'll call Matt, and we'll see what Matt says about this, about getting Virgil in. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen...
0: It's been a pleasure, but I do have to run because I have to record Todd Order from the podcast, which is on Apple. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you download, subscribe, make sure you download and subscribe or do whatever you got to do to listen to the atomic job show all day, every day. And then after you're done, check out Todd Order from the podcast.
2: All right. All right, Todd. Thanks, thanks for, for coming week. on this week. Thank take you, take care, brother.
0: And, uh, and next time, Kyle, I, uh, I expect um, maybe like a little Apology um, About our whole uh, Uso and R- Revival War because it's probably pretty clear now. You will by now never get
1: right. an apology You will never get one Out of me The I, Usos probably, are hands down better Than the Revival the, Hey look I know you gotta go Don't start with me bro Don't start because I can go all night Talking about it but
0: We can just settle
1: we can just agree to disagree right now.
0: I am way too, I am way too competitive to to agree to disagree. I just want you to think long and hard about the things you said and your actions, and then whenever I come back next time, I expect an apology. That's so all I'm saying. You know, it's a manly thing to do.
1: Hey, it's a manly thing to do. All right,
0: all right. We'll see about that, brother. Uh, gentlemen, until next time. Thank you, guys.
2: Have a good one. Thanks, man. Later. Todd Orndorf. live back on the air on the Atomic Drop Show. Always a pleasure. Always. Love the T-Man. T-Money. Uh, okay,
0: right.
2: so but with that, th- there, there was some extra wrestling news I want to get to, but Stanley, we only have three minutes left.
1: Did somebody say three minutes?
2: Three minutes. But I guess interesting news is just man. gonna have to wait till next week, man. I mean, this was a fast two hours.
1: It go by quickly. Uh, it it was, and ironically, we didn't get into in, anything current. Um, but as far as like Rob, but it's all good, man. You know, we, uh, you know, we always have a good time ta- ta- talking to Todd, talking about superhuman. All kinds of stuff. By the way, just got to give a shout-out. Have to give a shout-out um, to, specifically, a shout-out to my guy, uh, Isaiah Swerve. Scott made his debut on NXT TV last week. Shout-out to the Swerve. That's my guy. Appreciate you. Uh, he's going to be uh, in a music video with, with my other buddy, Monteezy. Uh, that is dropping SummerSlam weekend. Also, teasy, no relation. Uh, and dude, no relation. No relation. Sadly. Uh. Anyway, so dude, like, uh, man, like we're probably down to like two. What well, like two a minutes? A minute left, thirty. Right? Uh. Okay. Gosh, there's a ton of wrestling this weekend. New Japan, Evolve, Fight for the Fallen, uh, Extreme Rules is this Sunday. God, like there is a ton. I don't know how we're gonna watch it all. We probably won't. Uh, but uh, it's gonna be a fun weekend if you are a wrestling fan. There is legitimately something for everybody out there this coming weekend. So have a have a great time. Uh, I know I will. I know you will too, Justin. So yeah,
2: oh, absolutely. It's gonna be crazy. I actually do want to leave with a uh, closing thought right there. Uh, We were talking about DDP real quick. Do you believe that DDP is the halfway house for professional wrestlers?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Scott Hall, Jake Roberts, uh, big cast. Um, I mean, he's helped guys like Randy Orton. He's helped like current guys. Like it's, it's like the work he's doing is absolutely incredible. So, He's doing a wonderful thing right now.
2: Excellent. All right. Well, for Kyle Cruz, I am just in time, and we will catch you all out next week right here on the Atomic Drop Show. Yes, sir. See you.